Hi, thank you so much for joining the podcast. I hope you had as pleasant a day as you could have with this COVID-19 in our life for this temporary new normal, but I'm very happy to bring you, um, for all you essential drivers uh, and essential workers, my husband being an essential driver with UPS, I hope that you are all taking good care of yourself and I'm happy to bring you this podcast for your drive home, or maybe you're going to listen to it tonight or tomorrow or next week, who knows, but um, bringing you Dr. Mudgill, dermatologist and more from New York, well, from Long Island, my hometown, and um, has an office in Long Island and in New York, and we had a great conversation today. So I only recorded 20 minutes of this podcast And the rest of the episode is on my Facebook, Instagram. It'll be all over. Um, It's a video. So you can see the whole thing and watch the whole thing later on. And I will add the additional some other time. We're all doing our best here. So doing a daily podcast amongst many other things like we all are adapting right now to our temporary new normal. So I hope you enjoy the episode You're going to love Dr. Mudgill. He's incredible. And I am a super fan. Hello. Welcome to the podcast slash video Zoom slash New York to Tampa Bay. This is uh, it's good. It's good to be here. It's good to good to see you again. I think last time we did just a phone podcast. We did. You were Uh, driving from. Yeah. I was coming back from the city. Yeah. So you are in, you're in Suffolk County. I'm in Nassau. You're in Nassau? Yeah, so I, my, I have an office in Nassau and an office in Manhattan. No, I know um, that, but I thought you were what? What town are you? I'm in Brookville. Brookville. Okay, so I was, I had it all planned out because I thought you were from Suffolk. I was going to make fun of you. <laughs> no, I'm Nassau. I'm Nassau. Yes, Nassau is strong. That's right. I'm kidding. I love our. We're getting County. killed here too. Nassau's getting yeah. killed also. I'm so sorry. Like it's, uh, it's, it's just a gut wrenching, horrible time. It is. It's crazy. I mean, in a million years, I mean, no. never would I have expected anything like this. I mean, any of us, I don't, you know. No. Well, you and know, what seems like it's been a couple of weeks. Honestly, it literally seems like it's been like months. Yeah. Well, I listened to your podcast interview with that um, patient. Yeah, well, he, he was. A, he was from Suffolk County. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It was Suffolk, and I was going to say it's with the land of wearing Sergio Valente and electric blue <laughs> eyeliner. That was, you know, back in the day when I was yeah. a young. Yeah. You're younger yeah. than me. So I remember that as well. You do. Yeah. So he was pretty um, fascinating, and he was in the medical industry. He t- yeah, he's, he's, a he's a rep for um, devices. Yeah, he's a device sales guy. Man, when I heard that he was at Jacob Javits. and Yeah, it's crazy, right? Like, and this was weeks before everything really went down, yeah. which just goes to show you, I mean, this has been in New York for months, you know. Yeah. Well, that's why they call it, you know, COVID-19, not COVID-20. Right. Exactly. And um, listen, I'm not that smart. It was one of my doctors that brought that up. You know, one day I was like, well, how in the world has it just caught on this quickly? And um, and they were like, look at look at the name again, Sharon. Absolutely right. My God, it really has. So so many things I want to ask you, but I I really am super grateful. I mean, I think, you know what? uh, I'm a super fan. Can there be a super fan? Of Dr. Mudgill. I love it. I mean it. I mean, and I haven't, the only time that you don't see me like commenting is because I'm just super busy, which has been lately. So yeah. 
And I I say that like with so much empathy for people that are not, um, not working right now, you know, which a lot of people, I mean, it's like six, over 6 million people now, it's probably closer to 10 million. I mean, that are unemployed that have filed for unemployment. I mean, there's a lot of people that just aren't working in general. Well, it was funny because somebody said to me the other day that the, uh, the website isn't working for unemployment. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. in New York and in Florida everywhere, because everybody is, is going through it. Now I know all about the loans that are available to us as business owners and uh, self-employed. I can promise you, I haven't even looked at it yet. And there's only one reason I do that is because of exactly what I just said about unemployment and the websites Like all the stuff, just like me and you just worked out technology for a minute, like everything is, is like intensified right now. It's almost like, just, just give it a week and wait for all of that to go away. We are blessed enough. Like I always think like I'm in my house. Right. Totally. Totally. Right. Like I'm not, I'm not homeless. I'm not, I just. Yeah. It really puts things, I mean, into glaring perspective, you know, when stuff like this happens. So I, I feel like me and you could have a cry fest because I yeah. fell in love with Dr. Mudgill, everybody, because I listened to his podcast with his mother. Yeah, I actually had to send her home. She was with me. I'm still seeing patients. I'm still seeing mm. emergency patients and stuff. And she's 81. Mm. And I said, Ma, you got to go home, you know, because it's not safe, you know. Where is home for safe. her? She's in Rockville Center. So she's oh, in good. Nassau also. Okay. But I haven't seen her in like weeks, you know, just because she's home. You know, and, that's about the safest place for her to be. Oh, 100%. I, um, my parents live 1.2 miles away from me, also Nassau County. Well, actually, they're from Ireland, so mm-hmm. immigrant families, both of us. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why, I mean, it's not the only reason why, but I think that when you have overcome any kind of adversity in your life, when these things happen, getting into perspective quicker maybe than others, mm-hmm. it's because we've already been through it. and. If you want to know, you know, your family listening to that podcast, I posted on my personal page today because I wanted all my New York peeps to to hear you and love you up as soon as, you know, you're going back full force. Because um, I, appreciate it. I would certainly be going to see you myself if I was still in Long Island. Yeah. But well, um, if you're ever back, you know where to find me. Well, I'll, I'll be there. And I definitely have to get you hooked up with my doctor, Cook, because she's on Park Avenue and she's still seeing patients. She actually reached out to me. I think I, I spoke okay. to her last, we had a, a nice little phone conversation oh, uh, last year. Good. Well, I, I brought you up again to her recently because that you do the PRP for hair. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was, she was going to fly here because I have a doctor around the corner that does it. And I was just going to let her shadow. And I'm like, hold on a second. I know there's got to be somebody I'm not thinking of. I'm like, oh, my God, I go right on your website. I'm like, of course he's doing it. Yeah, yeah, totally. We do yeah. tons of it. Yeah. We were doing tons of it, I should oh say. Oh, God. Yeah. So tell me what it's like right now, because there's so many things I want to talk about with you. How long, yeah. how long do I have you for? I got time. I think I have a, I have a telehealth visit at 2.30. I think oh, my perfect. We won't, we, won't, I got some time. we won't bore everybody yeah. with our nonsense for an hour, but... Um, that's good to know because there are so many things I want to talk to you about today. Number one, so you are seeing um, telehealth patients right now. So tell me what that looks like. Yeah, so basically what we're doing is the minute I saw this coming, um, it was about a week before New York City was about to shut down, maybe a few days before New York City was shut down. Mm-hmm. 
I'd always done some kind of telehealth stuff, but just using FaceTime or WhatsApp. And I was, you know, I needed like a better system to do it. Mm-hmm. Like for so, what? Give me an example. Like if somebody you knew had a, a, a mole on yeah, their face. Yeah, like a patient, yeah. you know, would say, hey, you know, like, or, or I get from Instagram, I get a lot of like international yeah. questions. And yes, so we you would do set with up, that following. Yes. Yeah, so we used to set up, we set up a virtual consult for those patients oh, who lived cool. overseas. Yeah to talk about whatever their issues were. And then we know we just basically charged the, whatever the fee was before the consultation. Mm-hmm. Um, but with all of this going on, I was like, well, you know, I really need to set up a more sort of sturdy infrastructure for mm-hmm. telehealth. And I found this awesome, I just kind of happened onto this awesome software, which is like really cheap. It's like 39 bucks a month. Is it Doxy? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, so my IT guy uh, worked for a big hospital for years and years and years. He's on his own now. He's uh, he's kind of like a concierge IT rep, which I love. Mm-hmm. So he he takes care of all of my clients um, in the medical industry, and that was the first thing he recommended. And I'm very interested, of course, how – I mean, I took a screenshot. I'm sure you saw that of your homepage mm-hmm. because I know that there's only going to be a few people – that are going to take this as an opportunity yeah, or they're going to take this as like, I'm going downhill. And I knew you, <laughs> that's why I wanted to interview you so bad because I knew you were going to be like a source of inspiration for a lot of my clients and f- just friends that are doctors yeah, or totally. anybody in the healthcare industry right now. Cause I am like, I'm like adversity. Yes. You know, let's go, let's do this. Let's pivot. Let's um, create something different. So when I went on your website, I laughed to myself. I'm like, I'm just going to take a screenshot of that because that is exactly what every website should have right now, especially yeah, in the medical industry. Totally. So the first thing I actually did was I contact my, I mean, I've been used this year since January, I've been using patient pop, mm-hmm. you know, which I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Do you like well, that? They're cool. You know, yeah. it's fine. You yeah. know, I needed to like improve the, I, even though I, you know, to be honest, I actually like my old website just aesthetically, but this mm-hmm. is more for like SEO purposes. And I think just functions sure. better from that perspective. Mm-hmm. So I worked with them and I'm pretty OCD. So like literally, you know, with the, um, like the aesthetic of the website, you know, we work very closely with them. But the cool thing is once this hit, like, so I knew telehealth was going to be a big part of what I do. So I contacted them and I said, listen, I need like a link for telehealth and I need like a mask on my website. So they set it up really, really quickly. I have a Florida license, a Jersey license, a New York license and a Connecticut license because I I do pathology. My plan was to expand my, Durham Pass. Did but you I called say you have Google a Florida ads. license? I do. So I called my Google Ads guy and I okay. said, "Listen, let's run some ads in every market in Florida, Jersey, nice. New York, and Connecticut, particularly places that are underserved and don't have dermatologists." Yes. Um, just because the cost per click will be more reasonable, mm-hmm. um, so we're actually setting that up right now. Um, just trying to, you know, make some lemonade. Yeah. All right. So. I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to just tell you a story and it has to do with a dermatologist. Okay. You're, you're going to love this because I think that you're going to help him and I'm going to send this video to him and he can choose because a lot of my doctors imagine, uh, I was actually told not too long ago by a physician, you know, Sharon, you should hire a doctor because if you hired a doctor, more doctors would listen to you. I was like, uh, I'm good, but, um, that's never going to happen because I have a hard enough time convincing my doctors to do anything. Totally. 
And you, that's why I was like obsessed. And I'm like, I told everybody to watch you. And I'm positive nobody did except one. Positive of it. So, and I'm going to, I'm going to recap the old interview. um, That's, you know, obviously not going to be as good as this with our very high tech equipment that we have zooming and recording, but this dermatologist. So um, I have a 16 year old stepson Mm -hmm. and um, he's on Accutane. And I have been so busy because of this, right? Like, well, my docs are like, what do I do? Cause I own a media company and I, I help them consult just in the every day of the business. So um, my husband says, Hey, Sharon, can you pick up uh, Cooper today from the doctor? Now this was last week. Okay. And I, you know, when you're so busy and you're like listening, but like, you're not, <laughs> well, not that we ever do that to our spouses. Right. But, um, I was like, no, I, I can't. I have to run a workshop. And then I had a moment of clarity where I was like, what do you mean he's going to the doctor? Like, what do you realize that it's COVID-19 and if we don't have to go anywhere? Because this is a routine yeah. follow-up with yeah. Accutane. Yeah. So I, was, I wasn't happy. And that's why I'm talking about this because uh, we both love uh, a certain individual in the business community named Gary Vaynerchuk. That's how I originally found out about you. And I'm going to be real uh, authentic about this right now. I was I was really upset. So yeah. I called and I had a telehealth appointment set up. Now, they were using FaceTime because, of course, every restriction in terms of HIPAA yeah. compliance is null and void right now. Right. But um, it was like this mass hysteria of confusion. So anyway, long story short, we do the telehealth. It's three minutes. They made $20 on the copay. So yeah. my calculations is a shit ton of money an hour for that, right? Yeah. That's, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Three minutes, yeah. 20 bucks. Not bad. Yeah. So then they wanted to make a follow-up appointment with me in April. Now, this is, the, this is why I'm saying this, because this is the doctor's office. So this is, you know, I'm not putting anybody out on blast here, but I'm saying... This is serious stuff. So then they wanted me to schedule an an appointment in a month to come into the office. And I said, no, 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 I'm not coming in the office in a month. I don't know what you guys are being told there, but this is going to go on. I mean, this is going to go on for a while. We know this. Totally. I mean, the only issue, so I did a bunch of Accutane follow-ups this morning, actually, coincidentally. Mm -hmm. Usually with Accutane, I mean, we have, we check blood work monthly, which is like the only mm-hmm. like, issue. I mean, I've been obviously giving all my patients a pass. I'm not going to make them go right. to the lab and get Corona. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what I've been telling all my patients is, listen, I'll give you the meds, making sure they're not pregnant, you know, mm-hmm. all the things that, you know, for female patients, et cetera. Right. And for so, a listen, young 16 year old. Right. So well, it happens. I mean, not, not a 16 year old boy, but, um, but I, oh, yeah, I, no, I, I know. Yeah. So I said, so I tell my patients, listen, let's, I'll give you a month's supply meds. We'll check it in a month. If it's the same situation and the world is like it is now, which most likely will be, then we'll do the same thing. You know, if I can see you in person, then obviously that's more ideal for an Accutane follow-up. But if you can't, you can't. You know, what are you going to do? You have to kind of be, you have to kind of bend the rules a little bit. And, you know, this, these are very, you know, there's never been a time like this. No, you know? no and we have to adjust. But we, ha- yeah. you know, I know that it's not the doctor that owns the practice that was telling me this is a girl up front. Right. Yeah. So there's my whole other thing. Like, what does right. the communication look like at this time? Yeah. If we can offer something like telehealth, because remember, yeah. there was a physical appointment made. He was going to go had I not intervened and said, yeah. let's do telehealth. So I, yeah. I brought that up and I, this wasn't planned. 
But I brought that up because I do think that this is very easy. I mean, look at us. We're You're in New York. I'm in yeah. Tampa Bay. We're doing totally. a video. You know, if I wanted you to look at a spot, you know, you might yeah. be able to hook me up a little bit. It's never yeah. going to be like coming in the office. The, yeah. the patient touch doctor thing isn't going away. I know that's a real fear. Yeah. That's been the fear, but now, now we're here. Now it's like, you don't have a choice now. You're going to have to do something with yeah. technology. So can you, so first, I guess I want to selfishly help my community of physicians because I'm going to ask all of them to listen to this. Mm-hmm. When you, obviously, when we all heard about COVID-19, especially my, you know, doctors, healthcare, nurses, dentists, Every industry is affected in so many different ways. You know, you're all putting yourselves at risk, being open, seeing patients, the, the nurses, you know, nobody's getting as much credit as they should. I'm wearing UPS every day because yeah, my husband totally. is an essential worker and he's out there right now. It's yeah. not the same. Every time I drive by a UPS truck, you know, we're at a red light. I always roll down my window and say, thank you. Thank you for doing that because it's not the same here in Tampa Bay. Yeah. You know, I think that it's it's so important that even if we just smile at somebody and say thank oh. you, right, it makes all the difference. Absolutely. So you, was it always this way in business for you? Because you're young and, you know, I think that there's, it's great. There's this opportunity with a lot of our younger docs that come out of school. And I know that you were like, I'm going to do things differently because your, your entire brand is just so beautiful. I have loved it from afar because I'm all into that clean lines and, you know, your building with your logo. It's gorgeous. So what was it that made you say, I'm not going to do what everybody else did. I'm going to, it's risky, but I'm going to take this yeah. brand thing and I'm going to do technology and all that. So tell the audience about that. I mean, technology was always a big part of my practice from the beginning. So I'm, I'm actually 44. I'm going to turn 45 this year. So I'm not that young. Um, yes, it is. I'm 47. We're very, very young. We're going to so, live to 110 according to Gary yeah. Um But for me, it, it was, I always, I, never, I hate clutter. I hate like paper. I've always hated it. And when I, when I finished my fellowship, I was working in an office and the doctor was amazing. It was like an old, really old school office, and there was like paper charts, and there was just like shit falling out of the charts, and it was just such a disaster. Yeah. And I, you know, there's also like if you told someone that you know said something to someone in your staff, hey, can you call so and so or do this or do that? There was post its, and it was just like a big mess. So when I started my office, there was no paper. So this was 2009, March 23rd, 2009 is the first day yeah. of my practice open. Happy anniversary's passed. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and so everything was purely paperless from day one. That's EMRs weren't even that huge back then. Right. You know, there, there weren't tons of them mm-hmm. that were there, but I wanted it to be electronic and all communication with my staff at that time, before I like, called the HIPAA laws and stuff change was always through email. So if someone mm-hmm. told me something, let's say call doctor so-and-so like my receptionist yeah. or something. I said, okay, send me an email though, you know? Yeah. And the way I kept track of where the way... Th- Hello, and thank you so much for joining the podcast. I know this is a tough time for everybody. Uh, COVID-19 just found out today from Governor DeSantis that we're finally shutting down, which is great news, actually, so we could flatten the curve and encourage more people to stay at home. Stay at home. Let's really, really help our healthcare industry and just our, our fellow neighbors, so we are producing podcasts every day, and it has been fun and exhausting, but uh, we would love to interview you 
if you are in the healthcare industry and it doesn't have to be an MD or a DO or a surgeon, if you are any healthcare worker and you'd like to be featured on the podcast, I would love to interview you. Um, of course, we want to hear your feedback about the current situation of COVID-19. And if you are thinking about growing your business during this time, sponsoring this podcast, I would assume is a great idea because everybody is listening to podcasts today. If you don't believe me, just ask anybody that is walking down the street because now we could actually see people walking down the street. So reach out to the Dr. Whisperer, just Google, hit that G-O-O-G-L-E. Thank you for joining. Enjoy the podcast and please follow the people we're interviewing. They have really um, been doing such great work and we're trying our best to bring you some healthcare tips and talk about the business of medicine. So stay safe and stay away.